Ben Franklin here to talk to you about your water heater. A water heater is a vital part of your home's plumbing. When it doesn't work, it can really freeze up your routine. Call the pros at Benjamin Franklin Plumbing about water heater options for your home. Visit BenjaminFranklinIowa.com or call 319-365-6792 to request an appointment. Terms and conditions apply. Call for details. Independently owned and operated. Licensed in their respective state or county. Taco John's just made family fights over what to eat no longer a thing. No, really. Behold, the new family pack in a pound. Four savory soft-shell beef tacos, two huge beef meat and potato burritos, and a pound of crispy potato Olay's for only 16 bucks. And just like that, everyone's satisfied. And all it took was an easy trip through the drive-thru. The new family pack in a pound. Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. This episode of the Hammerlock Hangover is brought to you by Ripple Non-Dairy Milk, Stars, Xfinity Home, Progressive Insurance, a prescription gout medication, Bounty <laughs> the Quicker Picker Upper, Star Wars Lego, and Geico Insurance. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Hammerlock Hangover. I am Steve, and I'm joined by my tag team partner in podcasting, Jeff, the all-evil original Malachi. Jeff, how are you? I'm good. Getting ready for my GCW title championship match against Jonathan Gresham. A.J. Gray stands for a Jeff Gray, like me, because I'm gray. That's right. The Ring of Honor title, despite a Ring of Honor being on hiatus, the Ring of Honor title lives on through Gen- Jonathan Gresham and him, uh, I guess, defending it at a GCW show coming up. Um, Nomadic you... titles, like like it's like the NWA was for ten or fifteen years. Titles without a home. the 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 gimmick that AJ Gray has is very similar to your Evil Uno gimmick. I don't have uh, sorry, sorry, game. evil, evil dose. What gimmick? <laughs> you know, on Twitter, you have a, a picture of yourself as like this tentacled creature, right. faced I, tentacle-faced creature. I think you're confusing AJ Gray with Jonathan Gresham, who goes by the octopus. No, I'm talking about AJ Gray. As I'm, I'm, I was looking at a picture of him, and he looks like he's got this tentacle face. So he uses a tentacle face too because Gresham wears an octopus mask. Oh well, apparently the picture that I'm maybe I maybe I'm looking at the wrong picture. I don't know. Because Abby, I mean, this is encephalopod against the cephalopod violence. I mean, mollusk versus mollusk violence. That's that that's that can't be sanctioned. It's funny with Gresham doing call himself the octopus because he's literally five foot two in every direction, and so he's you know he's got short arms and short legs i mean he's built like a fire, fire hydrant um but to call him an octopus is is funny because you would think long limbs and stuff like that and what did aj gray do to deserve this wrestling title match uh he probably accepted 135 dollars for the appearance 
Listen, the title isn't isn't going to be switched. Ring of Honor titles aren't going to be switched with anyone uh, until Ring of Honor either admits that it's dead uh, or you know figures out what it's going to be forming. But the final battle show is basically a eulogy and more or less allowed Ring of Honor talents to go on to do other things and pretend that they're still sort of kind of with Ring of Honor and that Ring of Honor is still sort of kind of involved with it. Um, including EC3 doing a control your narrative thing with the biggest pop of the night for Adam Share slash Braun Strowman slash release the, the Titan. Uh, also Wesley Blake and who we believe to be Shane Thorne coming out. Uh, but it was all for Braun, uh, which is weird. The Ring of Honor crowd, pure wrestling, real wrestling, Braun the antithesis, giant, giant mega pop. Uh, also Jonathan Gresham with the foundation saying he's going to take the heart of Ring of Honor and he's only going to defend the championship through pure rules in Terminus, which is his promotion. He already has a, a card um, starting, and it seems like a, it's going to be a monthly thing, not just a one-time event. So Gresham's Terminus, EC3's Control Your Narrative, which he's tried before a couple times. You had a spot where Diana De- Perrazzo came out and challenged Roxy, who is the uh, defending Ring of Honor women's champion and she's also the inaugural new ring of honors women's champion um who defended the mat the title against willow and well we'll get to it a little later but it was like the worst match i've ever seen in person on a major or semi-major wrestling card in my life by far it was terrible oh um, willow you mean uh, jeff hardy's already wrestling yeah it was jeff hardy it was totally a dude no willow nightingale she's an mlw she's she's if you watched AW Dynamite this week, you saw uh, vignettes of Penelope Ford beating up somebody, doing submission holds. That was Willow, who was her victim. Uh, oh, really? Was, yeah, when she was in the back and forth with Tay Conti. Um, so Deanna Perrazzo challenged her, talking about her AAA Mega Women's Championship, and she will soon be the three-time Impact Knockouts Champion. And apparently she wants to challenge Belt or Belts versus belt for the ring of honor women's championship at as far as i could gather at an nwa card so (laughs) a lot of these promotions seem to be working together a little too little a little too late but you know i'm all for it if if actually nwa impact triple a what remains of ring of honor uh and and anyone else can find ways to work together and and form some sort of counterweight new japan strong should be in that great more power to them but this was my head hurts. <laughs> yeah, it, it it should. And what would hurt your head even more would be all the Ring of Honor fans who are insisting that this is proof of that Ring of Honor is coming back as opposed to them pretending they're coming back while giving license to their talent to sort of say they're still sort of with Ring of Honor while doing their own things. They basically let EC3 and Jonathan Gresham do commercials for their independent projects. We already know that Brody King got signed with AEW yesterday, um, today being Thursday the 16th. Uh, FTR showed up to uh, challenge the Briscoes. They actually, it didn't bother me at the time, but the shout out to the Jargonaut. We did a Final Battle Review show on Atmark Media, Hameen Media Group, which you could have seen live streaming, seen my ugly face, uh, but you can still hear it um, about an hour long. Or an His hour mother long. says it's beautiful. Thank you. My mother turns 80 today, so happy, bro- happy, happy, birthday, happy birthday, Mama. Mama. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday, Mama Lipman. 
yeah, Evil Mama. Um, say my real name. Um, and I mean my fake name. Uh, so, oh my God, I lost my train of thought. So what, what was I talking the about? Briscoes. Briscoes FTR. Oh, all right. So the Briscoes. So yeah. So, but FTR was standing tall in the ring at the end. You know, the security just got the Briscoes out, which Jargo I mean, pointed out. I mean, let's be real. Because... Anybody standing next to FTR is standing tall. <laughs> well, he pointed out that on the final Ring of Honor show, the faces should have stood tall in their own ring. So obviously, Tony Khan wrote a check and said, this is what's going to happen. And of course, last night when I watched Dynamite, when the lights went out, just like they did a final battle, the lights came back on. I was fully expecting to see the Briscoes there, but instead I got Sting and Darby. Um, womp, I, womp. Exactly. I remember it was AW, and of course, their silly little Sting and Darby story is more important than the, the Briscoes. But it does give me hope that this Sting and Darby FTR thing will at least be short. You're right. That was a great recap of uh, Final Battle. I mean, I, I, if if you didn't listen to us last week, you you know that, uh, or just to catch you up, Jeff was there live. Uh, he is from the Baltimore area and was up until its uh, untimely demise a big Ring of Honor fan. We're not following. done with Ring of Honor. Don't don't you worry. There's still gonna be some Ring of Honor talk. I mean, you know. Oh, thank, some... I, I was holding my breath. Well, the Briscoes regained the tag team titles, which is appropriate. Um, Josh Woods retained the Pure Championship and then proceeded the job to Sean Spears on Dark. Uh, Rhett Titus won the TV Championship, I guess, as a Lifetime Achievement Award award from this. He'll never win a title anywhere else. Uh, and Jonathan Gresham won the Ring of Honor title from Bandito, who was not on the card because of COVID, so the title... Uh, wasn't stripped from him, but they just announced that tonight, that that final battle match last week, not tonight, would be for the title, and it's Jay Lethal who works for AEW against Jonathan Gresham for the 9,000th time. Fine. Um, and, of course, Jonathan Gresham won. I mean, listen, it was a nice show. It was a fun show. They weren't the greatest matches. It was it was the most Ring of Honor show you can imagine with everyone doing tope suicidas and dives and quail spots, including like a 400 pound man named Dutch, you know, the new six man champions, but it was in the pre-show. Um, my man, PJ black actually got the winning pin for his, uh, for his match. PJ ever call you? Uh, yeah, we, we spoke, but we, we, you know, he, he went to the after party, which he should have gone to the after party. I mean, he yeah, should have yeah, invited you. Uh, I don't think that that would have been okay. Um, for you or for him. Well, probably for both. him mostly, but both. I think at, at, at the end of the day, I mean, I would have been okay because everyone—I mean, everybody would be all over La Sicaria. So, well, probably, yeah. She, she, she's a ticket to any room. You'd have uh, you'd have more to worry about than just uh, Lenny Poffo. I know, I know. Talking about baby. How did she, how, you took La, La Sicaria, the uh, the your uh, significant other, your at, other at, half. And Juventud Sicario, my my uh, who watches my sex. That's right. And so, how did they like the show? Um, they liked it. I mean, she she always has a good time at wrestling shows. She she likes all live shows. He liked it too. His favorite match was Kenny King Shane Taylor, which was a uh, match without honor. So it was basically a tables, ladders, and chairs match. We don't need to talk too much about it. It it it, it was fine. Um, last spots, a lot of. 
I mean, it got to the point where they were they were doing like a like almost like a joust thing where they were going to be on a ladder which was uh, balanced on the edge of the ring to the barricade uh, in front of the front row, but they couldn't quite get it steady, so they waited for two ring attendants to hold it steady so the thing could get on and they could do that. None might pass. I mean, two like jabrones. a street fight, but they had to do their spots. Like there was a there was a part where two <laughs> tables were set up outside, and like Shane Taylor moved the two tables like. I don't know, six feet so they could do a spot. It just, I mean, it, it was it was a spot pass, a little scary because Shane is a really enormous man and those those ladders and stuff don't look very uh, sturdy. Um, yeah. I like the idea of him, them waiting. Hey, let's get these two jabrones to hold it down. Yeah. And they we got to get our spots in. There were a bunch of very slow moving times. And then Kenny King realized then to his credit, like he'd act like a cartoon character, like he was sneaking around with the kendo stick and take a couple shots. But it, it was it was a little silly. There was they had to max the impaler as one person in the 10 person match. The thing about Max is that Max is trans and goes by them or they. So it was nine, the other nine contestants were men. Max is non-binary, I think is the right term, or trans. Is, is is this like in real life or is this just the gimmick? No, this is this is real life. In wow. like initially Max the Impeller was brought in to the women's division, but Max wants to be referred to as them or they. And I guess since there's no more division. They did this. Listen, it's fine. Listen, the bouncers were in that match, so everyone wants to see spots where Max, who's a big person, not as big as Malonis or or Beer City Bruiser, but not that far off from Bruiser anyway. Everyone wanted to see the Max versus the bouncer spots. I mean, so it was fine. Everything was fine. It was it was a crowd pleasing show, but it was like fourteen matches. It they were like three pre show matches. There were like apparently two pre shows. Like Bobby Cruz did like introductions several times. I think the only thing that our listeners might care about is that throughout the night, they were vignettes thanking Ring of Honor for their contribution from various former Ring of Honor stars. Nobody under a WWE contract, I guess, was permitted to do so or because it's hard to believe that they just opted not to. Um, so no Kevin had, Owens. No Kevin Owens. but No you, Sami Zayn. No, not even El Generico. Not even under a mask. Womp, womp. Got Eddie Edwards, who I swear if it didn't say his name, I wouldn't have known who it was. And I do know who it is because he, I mean, he's literally El Generico. I mean, he, he looks <laughs> like everybody. Um, the second person was Hangman Page, the AW champion without the championship. Very demure, very dull, barely got any, you know, response. The buck spoke for about 10 seconds, maybe tops. Adam Cole, um, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, uh, those those are the ones I remember. That that might be everyone. Um, but, Sounds about right. Yeah, no debut. But you, had a, but you had a good time. Yeah, I had, a, I had a good time. I mean, yeah, I always have a good time. My section was cool, but you know, but there were there were no real surprises. I mean, you know, well, I, I mean, Braun Strowman is a big surprise. Yeah, you're right. That that was a big surprise. Uh, the big surprise were the were the pops. I mean, Braun Strowman got the biggest pop of the night. Dan Housen, who's injured but was on commentary, got the second biggest pop of the night. And Dalton Castle probably got the third. And anyone who knows Dalton Castle's gimmick, uh, you know, should see where I'm going with these three because those three are the antithesis of everything the Ring of Honor allegedly <laughs> is and what the hardcore fans allegedly like. And they're sort of like represent everything that the hardcore fans would 
you know, hate. Now, credit what credit's due. The Briscoes get a giant pop too. Not as loud as the, as the others that I mentioned, but they're sustained the whole time. There's always constant energy for the Briscoes. It just sort of goes from champ to champ, from man up to them boys to Briscoes to, you know, you deserve it to claps back to man up. People love man up. Um, and the Briscoes, by the way, the Briscoes OGK match was by far the best match, match of the night for sure. A hundred percent. Wow. You know, if you would have told me we were going to open up this show with Ring of Honor Final Battle, I would have said no way in hell. But here we are, almost 15 minutes in, talking about Ring of Honor. And to correct something I said earlier, yes, Jonathan Gresham is the tentacle face guy. I got my guys confused. Goes to show you how much of a Ring of Honor fan I am. I don't really know who AJ Gray is. I I thought he was Anthony Green, so I'm not really sure. Oh, shit. (laughs) Apparently nobody does either. Big contender, though. Very good. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad, uh, you you know, we were both out at at live events on that night, and I was at the House of Glory show in Queens, in Queens, New York, and we were uh, surprised by Private Party showing up. Wow. Eddie Eddie Kingston showed up. Malachi Black was there for a match. So was Buddy Matthews. What did you text me about, Eddie Kingston? I can't can't remember exactly what your words were. Oh, here, hold up. Let me look it up. It's, he's fat. Oh, well, so am I. Okay. (laughs) But like, like he was wearing like, you know, he he wears like these, uh, what is it? It's not really a unitard, is it? It could be. I guess it's a singlet. It's a singlet. He wears a singlet with pants. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, like the guy, the guy looks like Mick Foley out there. Like, I mean, swear to God, like <laughs> Mick Foley now or Nick, Mick Foley 20 years ago? Oh, I want to say Mick Foley now. <laughs> that's, ooh, that's not good. Um, and your main event was changed, wasn't it? The Amazing Red or Crimson? I don't know the difference. Amazing, amazing Red. Red. It's Amazing okay. Red. I looked up Crimson. It's not Crimson. So Amazing okay. Red uh, is one of the, uh, the bookers, the leader, the guy that kind of heads up the training squad of House of Glory. This is like a local indie promotion in Queens, New York. Didn't Master P own it? Didn't he buy it from Amazing Red? I I think he owns it or used to own it or still does it. Who knows? I can't remember. You're right. Who would possibly um, buy it from him? I don't know. Who who's the master who's the master that comes after P? Master um, Q? Unpopular Elemental review. P? Q? Oh, probably. <laughs> but if unpopular review had un, had Master P money. Progressive Coalition. Um, it's Master UPR. <laughs> um, catchy. Let's see. Um, yeah, so the main event was supposed to be Malachi Black versus Amazing Red. He unfortunately was injured, so he couldn't wrestle. So they, you know, we were, some people in the audience were like, what's going to be the main event? Like, and I said, listen, I, I can see Buddy Matthews doing two matches. He was supposed to fight low key, but eventually the the main event was Eddie Kingston versus low key, and then the the match before the main event, I guess they were co main events, was uh, Malachi Black versus Buddy Buddy Matthews. Never seen um, that before. Yeah, everybody was was riveted. Everybody loved it. Uh, Spot fest. I um, I was on my phone at this point in time. Yeah, I was getting a lot. I was getting texts from you. I'm getting texts from A Track Brown. I mean, it, it was, oh, he, 
Did yeah. he need help? Did he need I, legal I, help? He's like, he's like, hey, hey, bro, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm at Final Fantasy. It's like, it's like, I don't hear from people like for like months on end, but everyone is contacting me while I'm at it. Like, the one time in 90 days I leave the apartment, you know, the oh. condo. It's like I'm, I finally leave my lair, and you know, you know and, and everybody's also, bothering you, and you're like, why are you bothering me? Why are you telling me that Eddie Kingston is fat? That, that, that actually was that was pretty funny, actually. <laughs> I said, my, I texted, I go, my God, he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just typed uh, Eddie Kingston's here, then like 30 seconds later, you text, he's fat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean I'm fat too, but again, I didn't get into professional wrestling, <laughs> so N not pretending to be a professional athlete or a professional fighter. I mean, that's can, what people say. <laughs> people say to me, Jonathan Gresham would tie you up. Yeah, I know, but a 53-year-old man is, is not the benchmark that you should be comparing him against. Don't get me wrong. Eddie Kingston can can cut the hell out of a promo. Like, this really? man can, can, can sell early. ice to an Eskimo. He's mm -hmm. he's fantastic, but mm -hmm. he's all like, nobody clap for me. Nobody clap for me. You clap for low key. He's the real goat. Ugh, and everybody's like, I love not. it. I love it. Loki is definitely not the goat. And then he was like, "This guy fought so and so in the 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 Tokyo Dome," and I was like, "Oh, uh, you lost me. I'm lost." Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Enough with the Tokyo Dome. It's a fucking building. People people love that shit, Jeff. I know they love they it. They love to talk about it. They love to pretend that one hour one hour Broadways with uh, uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, and Wang Man Page uh, that happened. Oh yeah, you didn't hear about it? Oh, we should talk about that. Winter Let's apparently, talk about winter, it. apparently spring is here because winter came and went. <laughs> the match was so long. Winter came. <laughs> yeah. It's the first time I hear that joke. <laughs> Good. Uh, listen, we we're original here. Yeah. Um. Wow. I don't know where I don't know where to start. Why, why don't Why don't you start? What? But yeah, the, this this was the main event of Winter is Coming Dynamite last night. An hour long. Time limit draw. It was <laughs> wow. So you make it sound so anticlimactic. Everybody loved it. It was uh, it started out the show live from where the fuck were they? West uh, Bumblefuck. They, they were in Charlotte or something, right? No, something. no, they were they were they were in a city or large town in the vicinity of Dallas, but not Dallas. Like maybe like Culver City, Texas, or something. Oh, holy fuck. I, By the way, Caden was was there, and he was texting me as well. Oh, he must have been so riveted that he needed to text you. Did he also? Did he text you that Eddie Kingston is fat? He did not text me that, but he texted me at the beginning because he's got to tell me every time that the crowd is loud for somebody who I think that isn't over. And I keep telling him that the crowd cheering for someone, people who buy tickets for an AEW show, of course they're going to yell loud. That that's not the that's not the measure of. If someone's over the measures, if they sell merchandise and if people are watching on TV, especially new people. So that that's a you know, not not if you go to a place and four thousand people buy tickets, of course they're gonna friggin' cheer for the world champion when it's the opening match. Um this, let me say my uh, piece on this match really quickly. Yes, go cause, ahead, because I've I've got i I've got some some fire and brimstone to fucking spit at this fucking match. I thought the match was great. I thought it told a really good story. I thought the match would have been wonderful if Brian Danielson was the champion and Adam Page was the underdog newcomer that you were trying to, to show the world 
that, that could hang and develop a new star. Unfortunately, he's the world champion, and it was his first title defense. So, you, I mean, and you know, you protected Brian and Omega in, in the first match, I get it, but this is Brian's second draw. He has all wins and two draws against two sitting champions. Um, okay, I get it with Omega. That was to build sort of like, you know, Clash of Titans kind of thing, which never happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paige had to win this match. Or they had to come up with some sort of shenanigans to to protect them both. But Paige should have won this match. If it wasn't for Paige being the champion and this being his first defense, I might have looked at it differently. If this was maybe his sixth or seventh defense, that would have been cool. But as his first defense, I, I just think as a story was bad. As an ex- exhibition match or in a vacuum, it was wonderful. It was a great match. I mean, I, I was riveted. The first 14 minutes were a little slow, but that was part of the story. So it... it, it, it worked at the end but outside of a vacuum i thought it was a a bad bad idea i liked the match i loved the storytelling in the match i liked the build of the match but where where you lost me was that fucking ending like jesus christ jeff i gave you an i haven't watched this fucking show in god knows how long i decided to watch this shit and you got me all right, you hooked me. You got good wrestling. You oh. got Brian Dan. No, 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 no. Oh, oh my God, not hook. Well, know something. As a quick pin, you miss hook. hook. Hook was on Rampage. Hook was the second worst quarter during Rampage. So Hook. Oh, no, might, don't might say that. So he did sell a lot of T-shirts. But do you know who? The- what T-shirt? I I don't know. Do you, Do you know what the lowest rated quarter was? Uh, CM Punk? Nope. The brand killer. The biggest non-star in the world that people insist is a star, Adam Cole. Wherever he goes, people turn the channel. Oh, no. Come on. Don't say that. Wherever he goes, he's he's the main event. Well, people... That's fine. They're just not watching. Listen, Jeff. This match should have had a fucking finish. Whether Daniel Bryan should have won or hangman should have won or even if they went to the draw the finish was supposed to put over hangman now i know what people are saying hangman put himself over the match that speaks for itself he hung one hour in the ring with daniel bryan bryan danielson whatever you want to identify him as i'll identify him as what he's known for the most famous daniel bryan and fickle bella this this man put this man over. This guy gave you a clinic for how to draw a crowd, get them captivated, hook these guys, punch up the baby face as a heel, work up the crowd, false finishes near the end, all of it. You went to school if you watched this match. But the fucking ending, they should have had Hangman in the LaBelle lock with three or four seconds to go and the question of whether he was going to tap out or not in time the story should not have the story should not have won with that with that buckshot lariat or they should have given the title to brian i wanted them to give the title to brian but i knew that they weren't going to so hangman needed to win this match him being able to hang i'm sorry hangman page does not live morgan who needs to show correct hang with a top dog he's the champion 
the belt around his waist should already be telling you he can hang. He's not a new kid. He's been wrestling for on TV in some way, shape, or form for seven or eight years now, and he's probably been wrestling a decade or so. Um, I mean, I think we agree. It's just, it's just I, we the... we do agree. But I I know like the the idea was let's get to another match, right? Let's build up. I'm giving you this for free, but let's hope that I can build up for whatever the next match being uh you know a uh, uh, submission match or whatever that that there's money in the rematch right of course there's even a potential i've heard rumors of omega is going to come back and it's going to be a three-way <laughs> to suddenly run out of warm water that's everyone's worst nightmare Luckily, at Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, we're always available when you need us. For all your water heater issues, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing are the specialists you call when things go wrong. We offer electric, gas, power vent, and tankless heaters installation and repair. Call 319-365-6792. Benjamin Franklin Plumbing. If there's any delay, it's you we pay. Taco John's just made family fights over what to eat no longer a thing. No, really. Behold, the new family pack in a pound. Four savory soft-shell beef tacos, two huge beef meat and potato burritos, and a pound of crispy potato Olays for only 16 bucks. And just like that, everyone's satisfied. And all it took was an easy trip through the drive-thru. The new family pack in a pound. Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. No. Oh, first off, Omega's not coming back from this shoulder surgery right. for quite some time. Yeah, at least number, number two, like... If you the only reason that I suggest that it should have went down with a submission is to garner Hangman the babyface some cheap he some cheap like and get Daniel Bryan some cheap heat by not by refusing to unlock the label lock, and the story gets told that a Hangman can't can't wiggle wiggle his way out of it. Unfortunately, that was not the story that was told. You know how the same thing I. I'll bring this up later because I think, and it's funny that you bring up Liv Morgan because I think this was this is a great um, analogy to them. Is Liv Morgan needs to prove herself? Hangman doesn't. To your point, but if you wanted to get some some cheap heat on the bad guy and have some sympathy for the good guy. This was the fucking way to go. If you're gonna if you're gonna give me a draw, give me that draw. But instead, you give me the buckshot lariat, and then it doesn't knock out Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan still got enough ring awareness after an hour where the guy's finisher doesn't finish him off, and he's knocked the fuck out. He rolls out under the he rolls out pretty much almost out of the ring, and then you get the the count out. It's so anticlimactic. It was bullshit. Give me a fake fucking pin. Give me a pin to like one, two, oh, bing, 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 time's up. You didn't even give me that. And it's probably because AEW can't coordinate and get their shit together enough to give it to you. I'm not going to argue. I, I, you know, I don't know what the finish was supposed to be. I think Why are you arguing with me, Jeff? <laughs> Have it. Um, <laughs> I... I I agree. I, I, it was the wrong finish. I mean, you know, if you're if if Hangman wasn't going to lose, he had to win. I think Thank it's as you. simple as that. I think it, it doesn't get any simpler than that. It is 
If he's not going to lose, he's got to win. And 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 you should have given given us Wang Man. Everybody wanted Wang Man. And and now look, now we got to live with Wang Man as the champion for another who knows four yeah. weeks, five weeks. And our man on the scene, AW Mark Caden, actually agreed too. He thought it was a disappointing finish, and he said after that hour long match, the whole crowd is deflated and lost energy for hour two. Oh my god, I, I I would I would not want to stay around for fucking rampage. Holy shit! You, well, it, it wasn't. You just, there was another hour of dynamite before. No, I I know, but imagine you being in that fucking audience after that one hour match, and you got to sit through the second hour of dynamite, which was fucking atrocious, uh, and then a fucking another hour of rampage. Oh hell no, I'd fucking walk out. Wasn't all atrocious. The women's match was pretty good. There were some good. Serena Deep should have won. Yeah, but she wasn't. I mean, we all knew she wasn't. But uh, I really I mean, wanted heel Serena Deep to get over. I mean, they really need to push another heel. Like Britt Baker should not be the only heel. There's the women's division. There is an afterthought. I mean, Jade Cargill is the one, and I mean, they talk about her once every three weeks. I, I don't know. You know, we can all suspect it's maybe because she's still green or whatever it is. I mean, there are AEW fans bitching about, you know, how she, you know, only does three or four moves. Who the hell cares? They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're so it's like the Ring of Honor fans who go crazy when Braun Strowman came into the ring. Just stop. I mean, <laughs> you you have you have a potential mainstream star right there in your hands. No, I'm sorry, Cody. It's not you. No, I'm sorry. It's not you, Brandy. Sorry that it's that CM Punk isn't it didn't get you sustained viewers, but you have someone who can instantly be inserted into uh, action movies, TV shows, you know, do the tour, love scenes <laughs> with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Who, who cares if she can only do six or seven moves? Doesn't matter. Um, anyway, but enough. You know, you know, there was a promo where I think. Cole told the Bucks that he was going to give them the best Christmas present ever the next week. So, you know, everyone expects Kyle O'Reilly in a box. Um, reminds me of that Saturday Night Live song, Dick in a Box. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be so disappointing. I bet you it's not even Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, well, I would be excited then because Kyle O'Reilly, I mean, it's like I would be like, is there a difference? Can I return this? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, can I get a kick? Like, do I have to pay for my dessert and salad at Outback with the value of this? I mean... Come on. Um, so, but yeah, we got no, we got no surprises. We, we got no Briscoes. We got no, everyone's talking about the red lights. Is that Bray Wyatt? Is, is that going to be a fiend thing? We got none of that. Is that Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah. I mean, for people who, I mean, at, at least that'd be something new. Gar, you know, people were talking about Gargano. Uh, yeah, whatever. There's, there's 170 free agents out there in one shape or another. You know, it could have been Gresham uh, challenging, Danielson, uh, maybe Gresham could have cost Adam Pay or Brian the match by coming in and and saying, "Forget about this guy. He's not pure. I'm pure. This is sports entertainment. I'm pure wrestling. You don't need to beat this clown. Beat me. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I know that sucks. I, I hear it as I say it. You know, the 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 only thing pure is the AEW fans because we know that they're all a majority of virgins. <laughs> well. Then they could be purified by the House of Black, who said to someone, soon you'll be so much more than a king. And then we find out the, the same day or the next day that Brody King has been signed by AEW. So, I'm sorry. But, am I the only one that like watched that fucking promo package 
for for Alistair Black, Malachi Black, and and was just so like, it was all in slow motion, right? He's walking through his house, he's holding a Bible or touching a, a whatever the the what are they the, what are they called? the grimoire of black? Yeah, whatever the the, <laughs> the Mahabharata. The yeah the the, the um whatever book and it's 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 just slow motion yeah what is it what is i'm i'm I, the I necro, necro, necronomicon or what is the it necro, called that, the necronomicon would be amazing oh my god so he's grabbing this shit and walking through and then they're like the the pope is outside and, and i'm like why do i give a shit this guy fucking lost so many matches leading up to this fucking video. Like, I don't give a fuck who who is is this guy like Freddie Blassie under the fucking hood where he's gonna give him coaching tips on how to win? Is it Arn Anderson with the fucking Glock? No, no, it's not. It's nothing. I, I, more fucking dark bullshit. And you know, I I fucking I haven't gone on a goddamn rant like this about dark fucking bullshit in a while. But for fuck's sake, I can't stand this shit. I hate the gimmick already. I fucking I hope fucking Malachi Black. He's so fucking talented. Yes, he is. I saw him live. But Jesus Christ, I don't give a shit about his goddamn gimmick. You were going to see Amazing Red or Crimson. I was there for Loki. <laughs> or or Hot Burgundy. I don't know. There uh, is there is a small little... Uh, think about like Cheeseburger, right? Uh-huh. But a Latino version of Cheeseburger called Mantequilla, which Fuego translates... Which tra No, this guy's better than Fuego del Sol because he's mm -hmm. actually... Um, you know he's he's actually got a following like a legit following uh-huh and and when he when when he gets into the ring mantequilla is uh translated to butter i don't know if you you were that uh well mantequilla where i'm from is butter not mantequilla the the the, the double l's that make a j sound i don't know if you got that far in spanish class so <laughs> the the so everybody chants mantequilla and then clap 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 every he's so over this is why I bought my ticket. Good. All right. Um, I love the, the vignette. I love the act, but I agree with of you. Of course he, you he, do. He's, he's lost. He's a loser. He, well, Cody's the loser because he, he buries people who could be stars while he's away, while he's away but he's got to win before he goes. Um, and, and wasn't Cody supposed to fight Sammy Guevara for the TNT championship last night? Wasn't that supposed to be on? Or is that on the next pay-per-view and I just missed it entirely? Or is that Rampage? I don't, I don't know. I don't probably Rampage. I don't watch the fucking shit, Jeff. So you would have to tell me. Like, I only watched this because everybody was going to be, a, oh, it's going to be a technical masterpiece. It's going to be the match of the year. Okay, everybody, here I am. You suckered me in. And and look, I the minute that fucking finish happened, I laughed. I laughed so heartily. It was a good belly laugh. Well, we're going to get the Varsity Blondes breaking up, and I guess Pillman will be become part of the House of Black. So I guess he's going to build a new faction uh, that no longer involves Andrade and FTR, maybe. Is his sloppy sister going to be part of the the, the, the Julia the Hart? Faction? Who knows? Oh, maybe it could be. Uh, <laughs> but Griff Garrison is, is, is fighting Malachi Black. A rampage next week a revolution i'm i'm, I'm not sure somewhere i, I, I think it's in dynamite next week but i mean gee who's gonna win griff garrison or malachi black i don't know big this is this is a big match he better kick fun. this guy's fucking head off his block i swear to god K kingston is still talking about 2.0 and daniel garcia and how they they beat up his friend monkey who i guess is ortiz 
And he says, so me, me and PNP, they're still proud and powerful. I can't even call Santana Ortiz. We're going to come after you with my best friend Penta and his brother Phoenix, because I guess that's all good now, because because uh, he's a face now. It's not like he was trying to tear them apart like six months ago. Um, and they're going to fight the those three guys I just named. And two other, bring whatever two guys you can get. So, you know, that's supposed to be a surprise, right? Wrong. Later on, AW during their commercials, when they promote the matches, they show you in the graphic, the other two guys are the acclaimed. So whatever that surprise is, it's it's been, it's gone. So if you were thinking that you were going to get, I, I don't know, Matt Taven and uh, Mike Bennett, or you were going to get, uh, you know, uh, Brizongo was going to show up or, you know, any, any other number of, of free agents there. No, it's the acclaimed. And the, the acclaimed are great. I love the acclaimed. I mean, I love the rack. They lose every important match too. So it's sort of the same thing as Moloch had black, but they make me laugh every single time. But that surprise was blown. That was spoiled. And, and that's a lack of communication internally in the show. And I'm not sure that you're wrong about the ending of the main event that maybe the time, the timing of it was bad and they couldn't get the ending that they wanted. I, to- I honestly think that's what happened, Jeff, because it looks so fucking flubbed. Like, that's the end is we're spent. Like, that's the ending? That 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 ending looked like me after I climax with my wife. I'm just like, I'm just going to lay here. We're both just laying there. With my wife. <laughs> with one of my oh. 50 lovers. That yes. don't exist. Okay. With yeah, Jade right. Cargill. When Jade Cargill's done with her three moves on me. The, the 50 Ways <laughs> to Leave Your Lover. That song was written by you. 50 Ways. What was the song that I was singing? Did you ever know that you're my hero? Long ass fucking match with Daniel Bryan and Wang Man. Everybody I love that the fu- Wang Man tonight. <laughs> everybody, everybody just Wang tonight. I love that they changed the font. So originally, the the, the font they were using had uh-huh. the H look like a W, and so everybody was was joking around that it's Wang Man. <laughs> then AEW got smart to it and erased the nub in the middle of the H that was pointed up to make it look like Wang uh-huh. and and straightened it out a bit to make it more look like an H. Okay. But he's forever going to be Wang Man to me. Okay. Well, there you go. Jimmy Wang Man. Jimmy Wang Man. <laughs> Jimmy Wang Man. <laughs> we don't normally talk about ratings this early, but with Winter's coming, with that main event, with all the rumors of surprises, yes, we didn't get any of them, of, of free agents showing up. This was like built like a pay-per-view-like event, and they scored 948, which is their highest audience in, I don't know, something like two months. But the in the coveted demo, they did the worst. They actually had mostly 50-year-olds watching, 50-year-olds and, and older, me, basically, watching. So just like the rest of wrestling, old, um, everyone's acting surprised about this. You know, I, I'm sure some people will claim the 948 is a victory because it up, up is up. But given the gravity of the main event, given the promotion, given all of the excitement and the rumors and the in, innuendo, I mean – this has to be an L, right? I mean, this is this is this is not great. This is at least disappointing. I really want to see these hour by hours. Like they weren't released by the but by, by the time we're recording, but I need to see these hour by hours, Jeff. I need mean, to see what the, oh, hour over hour or quarter hour. Over yeah, the quarter the quarters. I want to see that where everybody dropped off because I've got a feeling that this match this this match lasted so long that it probably started with a million people. 
or more and it dropped off significantly or everybody dropped off after the the match was over so your eight o'clock hour is probably going to be a million million a 1.1 and then everybody fucking ran for the doors that could be but i mean if you put a half hour into this match i don't know why you wouldn't have waited till the end for this match um but an hour-long match on tv is i mean if you're not a purist that that that's a lot of one match wrestling to watch and the rest of the show wasn't all that good i mean i i, I don't no, know i mean what, too, but... what else did you have wardlow and sean spears versus matt seidel Ooh, yeah. let me drop my 50 dollars right now for a ticket well, the, the diamond ring match was, I guess, the the other draw. But I mean, I mean, did anyone on earth think that MJF was was going to lose this diamond ring? I mean, until he has a title around his belt, he's not his waist. He's not losing that diamond ring. I, I, I you didn't think he was going to really win, lose, <laughs> unless CM Punk cost him the match. I don't see him losing clean to Dante Martin. No, no. And Taz, it was uh, Ricky Starks who cost Dante Martin the match, sort of. Um, and Taz is still blaming everyone but himself. Hashtag fire Taz. He still sucks. Hey, let me ask you this, uh, since we talked about CM Punk for a little bit. Um, uh, in Involving himself into this uh, MJF and uh, Dante Martin and, and FTR bullshit. Um, he came out with this shirt uh about oh what, what the fucking shirt say ovaries and some uh, uh it was a pro it was a pro shirt right he was saying uh if don't tell me what to do with my bottom until you have a set of these or some shit like that any thoughts on on wrestlers uh making political statements <laughs> i don't know i mean I, this is one of those things that i don't get particularly excited about i mean i know it's because it's, it's aew no, I mean, you know, this whole, I mean, I don't really love to talk about politics, period, on the air. Um, but yeah, but without getting think... into the, the specifics of politics, what do you have any opinion on wrestlers making a political statement? I think that AEW shouldn't want him to do that on the air. What he does on his Twitter account or on his own time is fine. On the air, I wouldn't be excited about it because, especially in this issue, despite what people want, well, despite what we hear, this is really a 50-50, you know, issue in the country. And it's not, and in the 50 that are pro-life, it's a healthy percentage of women as well. So it, it, this is not as cut and dry as like, you know, some would want you to have. And so I wouldn't want that. Even if it's a 55-45, it's a very polarized 45. <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't want to alienate any of my audience for, the, for a wrestler to make a political statement to an audience that isn't there for politics and probably doesn't vote anyway right and it's interesting that he he took the forum in uh texas now so that's i mean that, i if if it wasn't an issue if it wasn't brought up i don't think i would have noticed what was on his shirt except to note that it wasn't his own cm puncture yeah yeah i i i just um i didn't know how to feel about it but then i was just like 
This fucking guy's always... I always feel like he's pandering, right? Like, all of his promos have always been pandering to the audience, right? It's like, I'm smart. You, if you're smart, too, then you'll get my witty, witty uh, sarcasm. Well, they, that's they always been that type of dude. Progress. I'm sorry. I'm, go ahead. No, that was it. I mean, they fancy themselves as the progressive promotion that is supposedly the progressive position. So it's entirely consistent. I'm, you know, I listen, I'm sure he sincerely believes it. I, I'm, I think that his wife sincerely believes it. Fine. I, I, I just, I think for the amount of impact he, he made wearing it, which is probably very little for the amount of possible damage. I mean, Backlash. I don't think this was getting any positive press for his brand or for AW, it, it can only be negative uh, and, you know, but uh, again, I, I don't, you know, it's not my business. It, it, it's Tony Khan or someone else just sort of said, dude, wear a CM Punk shirt. Come on now. Unless yeah. they agreed. I mean, I assume that, you know, like Brian, he wears his, uh, he wears a white t-shirt, you know? Uh, <laughs> he doesn't, yeah. We've spoken about this. He doesn't even wear his own fucking merch. <laughs> that's right. I, I love it. He's, he's not fickle. He's not that he's not. So um, Ryan is so good. I, I, I cannot believe. I mean, me, the sizest. He's he's like he's like the, the greatest exception to my sizeism rule. Do you think that Vince McMahon will be disappointed with the way he's been booked in AEW? I think he would be. I don't think Vince McMahon is paying attention to how I, Vince McMahon should be worried about how he's booking people in WWE. I think he'd be disappointed because this man was his former champion, multi time champion, Hall of Famer. And you're fucking taking draws to these two dweebs? Are you Vince kidding me? Not, Vince isn't that stupid. He doesn't. It, it doesn't. Matter. I think Vince. I think Vince does care. Watch, he's gonna release Daniel Bryan. Right. You, you think he's proud of what Matt Cardona is doing? I, he doesn't care. He, he is he, probably proud. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, speaking of disappointment, he's gonna be mad, mad. Who? Speaking of disappointment and backlash, Kevin Owens committed the ultimate sin of voluntarily re-signing with <laughs> WWE. Uh, apparently he didn't want to go into a promotion that's 250 uh, people just like him. Oh my God. This was a gr the greatest move by Kevin Owens. He knows where his bread is buttered. He, I think he has a good relationship with the boss. The boss likes him. He knows his place is a, hey, when, I, when my number's called, I go into the game. I do what I do best. When my number's not called, I just sit back and wait till my number's called. He gets it. He still gets paid regardless. I I heard rumors, again, because we don't have the contract in front of us, but he worked in a uh, a clause saying that he can't be released. And and so, you know, it is, uh, you know, he, he smart guy. Good for him. He's making it supposedly, if you believe what the well, dirt sheets are writing. Didn't I say writing. that a few months ago? Didn't I say that, that if, if somebody, if, if WWE wants to re-sign me, there best be a no-release clause in there or it's, a, you know, or I'm being paid for a year with no no-compete or if you, or a shorter no-compete, no but you're paying me six months to a year severance. Right. So, you know what? You should hit up Kevin Owens for some money right now because you gave him the idea. Yeah. I, look, I, I, the thing that listen, this, this is fine. I, I'm many times that I don't care where Kevin Owens goes, and I don't. I mean, am, am, am I glad that he's staying? Sure. I mean, I, I like Kevin Owens. I don't love Kevin Owens, but I like him. He's funny. He's clever. He's good on the mic. He's he gives it his all in the ring. I think this this 
I'm not a heel. I'm telling you the truth. And but because I'm a heel, I'm telling you the truth because I already told you that I'm lying. So whatever I'm saying is a lie. So you should. I mean, I I, I like this whole sort of Abbott and Costello. You know, <laughs> I told you I was a snake all along thing. What I what I find most enjoyable about this is how if anybody does anything else or signs anywhere else, it gets released or gets fired or anything else happens. It's always like they should go where they, where they're happy. They should do what's best for them. It's their choice. They know what's best for them. The wrestler should do go where they feels best. But if they re-sign with WWE, they're idiots and they're just going to be wasted. <laughs> what, what do you mean wasted? He's always in a top tier program. He was just in a program with Roman Reigns. He's in a program with Biggie right now. I mean, he's always in a mid to top card program perpetually. Um, now, you know, what are they? They fantasy book like if if they had their fantasy booking, there would be seventy two world championships in each promotion right now. Oh, absolutely! I think that's why you can't ever have a babyface champion anymore, because it's always like, who's the next guy? The chase is over. Who's next? This is why Hangman, well, sorry, Wangman's not working. This is why Big E is not working, because these fans are fickle as fuck, and they don't see if they were truly paying attention if they were truly caring about work rate you'd be paying attention and realizing that biggie is knocking it out of the fucking park with matches with kevin owens seth rollins bobby lashley why are you why are you yawning because biggie's not knocking anything out of the he park. is knocking it out you you listen i i'm really in, intrigued to hear your thoughts about uh raw because my man lashley was doing work this man, t- talk about working an hour before Brian and uh, the other guy. Lashley was working an hour back in, back, like, three matches straight. Listen, don't try and suck up to me by talking good about Lashley. You you, you know it's always going to work. It's like saying, do you want surf and turf? Of course I do. I mean, <laughs> but last week there was no doubt that this was a four-way title match. This week they pretend it wasn't already official. Do they have to make it official? Then there's conditions I loved it. on it. I loved it. Give no, it give me crazy. the give me the booking example of why Lashley is in there, not just because he looks like a big badass. There's nothing wrong with it. Had they not announced it last week, if they left that question open, this would have been perfect. But they didn't, so they reopened a question that was closed. I guess because. Kevin Owens complained or Seth Rollins because people complain are are the officials that malleable Sonya and yes. Adam have power until they don't have power there's someone else making the decision but they can make these decisions I mean there's no consistency to it it's Toby that said Lashley was good I mean I don't think the booking everything with Lashley was booked fine except for what I had had mentioned and I thought that was good and yes he's working and I do like the fact that MVP at the end used his cane. So it's not a clear babyface turn because I don't want Lashley as a babyface. Big E being a face is, in my view, is not why he's not working. Big E is not working because he still acts like he's a member of the New Day and he still reverts to the comic instead of that athlete, that, that real guy who was mad in Tampa. That's that's the guy. And he and he's he's closer than Hangman is. Um, but I think he's been too successful too long doing one thing. We've talked about this before, but raw. Yeah, I did. I disagree with you, man. I think I Biggie is getting over. You saw those people during that Lashley match, like uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. 
was was on their feet at the end of that match, and you knew that Lashley was going to win somehow. Of course. And yet they were still like on their feet. When Biggie starts yelling at Lashley, like, come on, let's finish this. Like they bought in and then you got MVP coming in and wax him with the cane. Love the finish. That's because they love Lashley. Everyone loves Lashley. He's the greatest. I mean, Roberto is just fucking killing it, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the fact that we got a good, good old fashioned four way that I really don't know who's going to come out the winner. Well, we have a good old fashioned four way because three of them suck. I don't know what you're. T- what show I mean, are you watching, Jeff? Three of them These are guys mid. have been killing it. No, they're not. You Seth don't care Rollins. What they do in in the ring. They're all mid. Kevin Owens has the best personality out of them. Biggie's got a great body, but he's small and he does the comic shift. Seth just needs to like be sent to Siberia. No, Seth Rollins is is a captivating heel. He's like the Joker. Like literally, if like I feel like I'm being held captive against my will when Seth Rollins is there. So you correctly use the literal form of the word unintentionally. I think that he is going to win. God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> I I'm I'm I think we might see such a wild pivot. Taco John's just made family fights over what to eat no longer a thing. No, really. Behold. The new family pack in a pound. Four savory soft shell beef tacos, two huge beef meat and potato burritos, and a pound of crispy potato Olays for only 16 bucks. And just like that, everyone's satisfied. And all it took was an easy trip through the drive-thru. The new family pack in a pound. Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with Geico or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with Geico. Bundling is easy with Geico. Just ask your neighbors. At After day one where... As a matter of fact... I think the only person who can't win this is Seth Rollins. Last year would be great. <laughs> this would establish Big E because they, they invested in him. And Kevin Owens, they just re-signed. And he's doing this, this clever, you know, I'm a heel but not a heel, but I'm a heel character. Lying like this chicken shit heel conniving, almost like Paul Heyman and the wrestler in one person. The brain of Paul Heyman in the body of a wrestler. It it It's almost perfect. And then... And then give him like a giant bodyguard, and it, it'd be it'd be awesome. What did you think of him uh, in the in the first match with Kevin Owens? Lashley puts on the the hurt lock, doesn't even lock it in, and Kevin Owens taps out. I loved it. I, it was it was all smart. And then when he he hits Seth, but it's a disqualification that, that makes Lashley lose. Smart, and even Seth realizes why did he mean this? Then he realizes he's won. And then Sonya and Anna come out. That's not going to happen here in in St. Paul. That's not how it's going to go down in St. Paul. Shut up. <laughs> Changing, they just change the rules whenever they want. But but God forbid the the wrong guy in a tag team match can't hit the other guy in a tag team match. Is not the legal man the outside of the ring? Or I mean, or Becky Lynch cheats. I, I I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't with it. Raw is, is painful. Painful, no, it's painful. not. I love it. I've loved the last few episodes of Raw. It's been uh, so honestly, great. You have Stockholm Syndrome. 
It's, um, what is this called? Florence. Yeah, it's, it's it's a former Stockholm and Florence Nightingale. Willow Nightingale. <laughs> Willow Nightingale. <laughs> you know, not not even Florence Nightingale can cure you. Oh my God, I I loved I loved Raw. I loved all of it except for I, Liv Morgan's promo. I can't fucking stand her. Oh, I'm so I am so, so glad that that Becky Lynch beat the living shit out of her. They, she should have been fucking bleeding at the end of this fucking episode. Did you yeah. catch the girl that was yelling at uh, Liv Morgan while she was trying to do her sob crocodile tears in yeah. the uh, yeah, I had I watched the miserable show. Oh my god, that girl was great. They should sign up. They should sign that girl and Liv Morgan girl from last week and just have them fight at WrestleMania. That'd be fine. I mean, Liv, Liv Morgan is living proof that they never should have gotten rid of ruby riot and several of the other women's tag teams so they could have a tag team division because Liv morgan is not a, a solo star and i know vince's I, theory I of why pay that, four jeff. people for the for one for a match where there should be two i don't know jeff like i was surprised that there was a lot of people but rooting for her to win last week and then like she's just got this under undercurrent of like fandom and you're like, you're I was Caden. I was thinking, no, I, I listen. I can't stand Liv Morgan. I don't get her. But again, she's not for me. She's not for guys like us. But <laughs> Liv Morgan. Oh, you're a Liv Morgan, Mark? Is what you're trying to tell I'd me? Rather see her than Shayna Baszler do drop on my TV. You're out of your fucking mind. You don't want to see uh, Bianca put uh, do drop in the kiss of death. Don't really care about that now. Oh my God, I'm such a I'm such a mark for that shit. Like I want to see Feats of Strength by Bianca Belair. I like Feats of Strength by Bianca Belair, but you're asking me which did, I'd rather see. Did you see that power bomb? Yeah, I watched the entire gross show. I fell off my couch when that power bomb happened because I thought there That's was because she fell asleep. He's <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> you know, going back to Liv Morgan. I think that they should pull out this Austin versus Bret Hart WrestleMania 13 finish where you, they're going to, obviously Becky's going to go over. Becky puts her in the disarmor. Liv Morgan passes the fuck out and loses the match. For what purpose? To she, get her over as a baby face. It doesn't matter to do what? To do nothing. She, she's a To put her over. To She's a placeholder for some. I mean, either Bailey's going to come back or Bianca's going to win the Royal Rumble, and that's the story. Who cares what what happens with Liv Morgan? Nothing. She's at, at this is an insult to Cesaro, but it's Cesaro. This this is this is a two month program, and she'll never be in a world title program again. I disagree with you. I think she's got more fan. She gets a bigger fan reaction than Cesaro. Well, that's for sure, but they're a bunch of like, you know, horny dudes and and young girls who like and, cheerleaders. Great, terrific, whatever. But that that's what Vince is looking for people that will fucking give them a young demo. What give them Liv they Morgan? They don't stick around. Liv Morgan's been here the whole time. You know who's still watching? Me, guys like me. That, that's who's watching. <laughs> now, 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 his name, image, likeness plan. That that's a that's a better plan. How about how about this idea? Put on a good show. Have more wrestlers there. It, have less they vignettes. Do, less, they less have wrestling. Recap, less commercials. They less have wrestling. Less entrances. They have wrestling and, and, and people aren't paying attention to the wrestling. Because it's have, the same people wrestling over and over again. Oh, no, it's not. Stop it, Jeff. 
We got in the last few weeks, we've got a Big E wrestling, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, all four of them. Seth all Rollins, mixed Kevin up. Owens, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, Big E, Kev Rollins, Lashley, Big E. It's the same people. Over no, it's and over. not. No, it's not, Jeff. Stop it. I'm not crazy. The only, the only yes, you are. The only thing that was new was Maurice, and the Miz is the Miz is like time killer to me. But you know, trying to at least Maurice looks mad at the Miz, which of course would be a you know will probably be a swerve so oh without a doubt i i can't wait listen can i talk about uh, edge for a second i can't stand edge like i'm looking at edge i feel like i'm looking at like uh whenever i i my favorite band is pearl jam right growing up i loved pearl jam as a kid uh, teenage years uh, very formative years pearl jam is my band it's always yeah, I, that I was 22 but okay but i look at eddie vetter now and i'm like oh fuck eddie vetter's old and then i go Wait a minute. If Eddie Vedder's old, then what does that mean about me? Oh yeah, I'm fucking old. Yep, you are. That's that's the same the same fucking shit I feel of when I see Edge on my goddamn screen with his old gray hair and his fucking wrinkles, and 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 I don't need to see Edge. I don't need to see Edge. I, I hated Edge back in the in the early two thousands and and the the late nineties. I can't stand fucking Edge. I don't understand why everybody loves this fucking guy. Sure, he cuts a hell of a promo. I can't I can't stand Edge. Yeah. I want Miz to slap him the fuck around. Why is Edge interrupting the Miz anyway? The Miz is just putting himself over saying, "Hey, I'm going to be the first inductee. I'm very much well deserved into oh, the 2022." It must be it must be great. Exactly. See, I'm glad we we finally see eye to eye. The 2022 Hall of Fame induction is uh the first guy is the Miz obviously well deserved good he's retiring that's awesome maurice is crying Miz is crying and then this fucker has to come around and take the goddamn thunder nobody called your name edge this was not about you but yet he has to come and fucking shit all over the party and then worst of all he tries to punch maurice in the face what's the matter with him um I sort of agree with you on Edge. I think <laughs> Edge is interesting for about three to six months, and then not again. Uh, th that's how I've always felt about Edge. He's interesting for a very short period of time, and then he's not. And I think he's officially at the he's not. And I don't find The Miz particularly interesting. Uh, Blasphemy. He's a good talker, but he's a good talker when he's not in a wrestling program, and now he's in a wrestling program. Um what can you say? And Miz like, is um, amazing. He's got great TikToks. Do you watch him on TikTok? No, I don't. I don't use Chinese spyware. I'm sorry. It's bad enough that I'm using American spyware. Um, but I mean, they, they they cut Lana and Scarlett Bordeaux because of Maurice. They 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 cut uh, Morrison because of Miz. Now, nah, yeah, I, I would I would rather all of those people than Miz and Maurice. You're out. Of, you're out of your. You're out of your mind. You're out of line here. Okay. What do they say in, in, in court when you're out of line? You won again, Mr. Lippman. Good job. <laughs> you never A hear that. He's awarded to Mr. Lippman. You never hear that. <laughs> I, I, I did. I, when I was in, in the judge's chambers for my divorce, the, the judge says, A lot of people think very highly of Jeff Lippman. And I looked at him and I said, Who? Midgets. Whenever they, whenever midgets are looking at Jeff Lippman, they always look 
up highly at him. Like, Who are these people that you're talking about? I'm barely even ever in this court. What, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> and then uh, my, my ex-wife's attorney goes, yep, well, you have a very good reputation. I'm like, okay, good to hear. Great. I guess I'll shut up now. <laughs> and then they awarded all the money to her, right? So of course, yeah. They said, <laughs> they, no, they, they let me have a tent. They, they gave me a tent. <laughs> You know, that's what people don't understand because, you know, we're doing this in an audio format, but mm -hmm. uh, you are literally recording from a tent right now. In your backyard, as a matter of fact. In the backyard. That's right. That's right. We have a, I'm, I'm recording from a Campbell's soup can tied to <laughs> a string that's connected to your mic. That's right. Mm -hmm. And the bear holds the other end. It's not even Campbell's. It's like, it's like the Aldi version of Campbell's. It's like it's a, cardboard. it's a cardboard. <laughs> it's, it's out of a carton. <laughs> it's not even a can. It's like made of the aluminum that the wrestling garbage cans work in the hardcore matches. Oh yeah, that's the ones that Hannibal uses. Yeah, I, I speak too loud into it and it crinkles up. Yeah, we'll get to Hannibal in a second. Um, let's talk about some more WWE stuff. Oh god, please. Um, the let's this shit caught wildfire over the weekend. Uh, sending the internet wrestling community in a tizzy. Rock releases a picture of... <laughs> this is He's so fucking good at working people up. He knew what he was yeah. doing. Of course he sends a picture out of him pretty much hugging up on Nick Khan and his sister. I don't even have her name with me. It's like Nadja and, or something. And releases a statement going, me and Nick have been childhood friends uh, running around Hawaii. And I'm like, oh, going fuck, to my grandmother's promotion every week. Yeah, that he Nick is Nick. No one understands the 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 wrestling business right. just as good as uh, basically Nick. saying that Nick Khan grew up in the wrestling business with my family. Uh, not saying you idiots are saying he doesn't know anything about wrestling. He grew up with wrestling while saying it, but just saying it in the rock way. The the the, the greatest man alive. He's just, I mean. Even could, his ex-wife there... likes his ex-wife does business with him. What more do you need to know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. The Rock like turned heel in just one tweet. He sends this picture of Nick Khan, and and then not only that, the sister, Nick Khan's sister, is his showrunner for um Young Rock, who just by the way ended up getting three million views on the uh the Christmas episode, which is basically they... SmackDown and Dynamite combined, or uh, or, or a Dynamite and Rampage. Oh no, they don't even catch up to Raw. No, or six Raws. <laughs> oh my God! So, what did you think about this? Do you buy it? Do you? I almost bought a ticket to WrestleMania after this picture. To be quite honest with you, I believe everything The Rock tells me. I so do I. I think he's going to show up at WrestleMania. I don't know about that, but if he said he was, he he would. But uh, do I believe it? I, I am not going to call the Rock a liar. And you know, listen, I understand why the internet doesn't like Nick Khan. I, I'm not so thrilled with everything he's doing, but he's trying to maximize profits for the investors. I, I you know, I'll, I've said it a hundred times. So I'll just keep it simple. I don't think that no matter how well they're doing around the periphery, if their core product suffers, that there's going to be consequences for that. Uh, either in the form of, you know, even if it's in the form of AEW getting a bigger money contract and, and closing that gap financially some. But I, I just think if the center 
cannot hold, things fall apart, and the center's not holding. That said, Nick Khan's certainly doing his job for now, and WWE is a financial powerhouse. It's not exactly an entertainment powerhouse, but it's an, it's an event powerhouse, uh, sort of. Um, but I, but listen, well played on The Rock. I didn't know this about Nick Khan and The Rock. Apparently no one did. Uh, none of the great wrestling media reporters Peacock is streaming your favorite shows, movies, live sports, breaking news, exclusive originals, and every live WWE pay-per-view. It's The Office, Chrisley Knows Best, and Peacock original shows like Funky Brewster. Peacock, watch for free, upgrade for more. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. Forbes never reported it. I mean, you'd think that this would be something that would be commonly known that maybe, like, Rikishi might have mentioned it for The Rock at some point. I I, I don't know. Somebody might have mentioned it in passing. Well, yeah, you, you know, Dwayne and Nick were were, were buddies growing up. I, I, I don't. Rikishi's going to come out and say, I did it for The Rock was originally Nick's idea. Mm. They're going to hate The Rock. They're gonna, this the, the, the internet wrestling community turned on The Rock so quickly after this picture. How well, could you do this to us? Oh, my God. Well, he's he's a. He's still very much a company man. I'm t- I mean, if people look at a lot of his projects, World Wrestling Entertainment is an executive producer. I mean, World Wrestling Entertainment is involved in Young Rock. World Wrestling Entertainment, I guarantee you, was in- involved in Red Notice more so than just cross-promoting with, with Netflix. I-, I am almost sure I saw them as uh, getting a credit on uh, that Batista movie, Army of Dead or whatever it was. Um but if we can switch cons, another guy who continues to get ever closer to re- realizing his heel potential was Tony Khan, who said that who said that he should have a better relationship with Vince McMahon and Eric Bischoff because they're the three, the only successful three wrestling promoters, um, basically in the history of wrestling. But even if you said it in the last, if you meant it for the last twenty five years, it's still ridiculous. Tony Khan just can't stop putting himself over. This guy's ego is so huge. You're right. It, it's he's ridiculous, and he hasn't done anything. Like, no. yeah, you've put on a show on TNT. Congratulations, you did it. Yeah. But what what has he done? What has he done? I, I know what I know. People say it's like a hard thing to get a, a network to put wrestling on TV. Not when you not when you're worth nine hundred million dollars and your dad who's worth eight billion dollars says don't worry about it. we'll t- we'll take care of it i mean sure they'll do it i mean networks can always cancel shows without penalty that that's built into every network contract that happens every single year so yep. i mean so what they want live programming it, it, it is a big feat for other wrestling promotions but it's not a big feat when you have basically nine billion dollars behind you it ain't that big a deal i'm sorry by nine billion dollars i could get tv shows on on prime cable as well um but I mean, just factually, he he has not turned a profit yet. His audience is fine, but he hasn't reached TNA numbers yet. I don't mean impact, but I mean TNA. Um, You know, you can argue whether or not Jeff Jarrett or Dixie Carter were successful. You can argue whether Paul Heyman was successful or not. But they didn't have the resources. And if they didn't make a profit, and neither is he, you know, what's he crowing on about? I mean... Let's not, and we can go into the past to people like Von Erichs, Duhart, Vern Gagne, you know, there's, there's Watts, there's, there's the annals of history with people who made money in wrestling. Vince Sr. made money. I mean, they didn't get filthy rich of it, but Tony, neither of you, Tony, you're, 
you told us yourself that you are nine figures in the red because of a video game, which it's been a year and there's still no video game. How long does it take to put up a goddamn video game? I don't think it's just the video game, but that's just me. Well, sure, but but he still said it. So where's the and, fucking video game? And 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 let's talk about that, Jeff, for a second. Everybody bigs up this work rate, right? Oh, hey, AEW is so great because, uh, you know, you actually see wrestling. Like, you don't think WCW back in the fucking 80s with Ricky Steamboat and, and, and Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes, they were putting on some fucking wrestling? You don't think they went fucking hour-long broadways? And what did it do for WCW? Fucking nothing. Sting didn't do anything for, for WCW. All of the four horsemen didn't do shit for WCW. You know who did something for WCW? Me? Hulk Hogan. It was okay. Hulk Hogan shifting over from from WWE to WCW. And then Macho Man came along. Then the NWO. All of this happened. And that's when WCW started getting over. It wasn't it was, until it was Hall and Nash that came over. That 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 was what did it. It was good. It was good to have Hogan in place. Uh, and some of the others, you don't. But, you don't have a Nitro without Hogan. Maybe, but I mean, it, it's inarguable that when Scott Hall came through the crowd, and then two weeks later, a week later, Kevin Nash showed up. That that was the watershed moment for WCW. It was. It was. Uh, but, I said but, it's inarguable. <laughs> I don't know. I still think it was Hogan, but I guess we'll we'll save that for another for another show. No one can say that Hogan was not an <clears throat> integral part of that whole thing. I mean, I mean, I still don't feel like he fits exactly into the NWO this long. So to, to, for me to still have discomfort over something for twenty four years now it has to say something about it. I guess. Um, speaking of arguments, there's been a lot of strange arguments this week, and one mm -hmm. is. Hannibal, who I guess his real name is Devin Nicholson, who has been a wrestler in the past, I guess still is. He has a show. <laughs> Not Hannibal anymore. the guy who allegedly got hep C, and so he got fired from WWE. Oh, shit. For he real? He got what? from Abdul the Butcher. I mean, it's like all sorts of stuff. Uh, and apparently he, he he was like a ref was supposed to get bloodied or something. And I guess Hannibal didn't think the referee did a good enough job or decided this was a good time to write some sort of, you know, grievance that, that he had with the referee. And he basically cut the shit out of the referee. Um, and people are saying it's, it's, it's a work, but for, to what end? I mean, this is some local promotion. And then like, you know, people are saying like, well, no criminal charges were filed. Yeah. When's the last time you got into a bar fight and people file criminal charges? I mean, this is wrestling. It's sort of the code of the cowboy. You don't do that sort of thing. But I don't know. This, this, I, I don't know what this is all about. But this, but this is freaking weird and seems to have gone way out of control. Yeah, this is. I don't really even fully understand the story myself or what the background is. I mean, I think the guy was. Going into business for himself and, and you know, got lost in the moment and fucked this guy up really bad. There's video of it on Twitter. If you look for it, you'll find it. Um, but, yeah, this is a, a horrible story. But this is like we were talking about, you know, wrestling being carny a couple episodes ago. Like, this is exactly what that shit is. Like, 
Indie wrestling is fucking carny wrestling. And is 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 carny bullshit. And Vince McMahon, WWE is trying to f- f- further their distance from this carny bullshit. And and that's why you don't see indie guys in in WWE because he doesn't want to be associated with that shit. He'd rather make an Alexa Bliss who used to be like a fitness model and teach her how to wrestle. Yes, she was a gymnast. Whatever. Whatever she was. Oh, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. As long as she wasn't some indie garbage. Oh. What if she was corporate garbage? She, she could be my corporate garbage. You are. You're feeling it today. I'm fighting. You love Liv. You love Alexa. You love Jade. It's, I know. You love Dewdrop. You love Bianca. I I just like Dewdrop getting slammed all over the place. You love Serena. She also has Dina. a lot of she has a lot of flair. Do you like uh Dewdrop's flair? Any thoughts on Dewdrop's flair? She has a lot of buttons on her leather jacket. None. No no <laughs> thoughts on this whatsoever. Do you have any flair on your jacket? I do not. Hmm. I think we should I think I know what to get you for Christmas now. That's terrific. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't know much about the details of this either. I know the referee, at least his working name, is Pedro del Toro, which sounds like a working name, but it could be a real name too. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, there hasn't been a lot of follow up on this, which leads me to believe that everybody sort of wants to put the kibosh on it. I don't. I don't know. I think we're talking about it way too much. But I mean, the Hannibal. Right. Yeah, you're right. I, I hope I hope he gets future endeavored. What, what by who? What what happened this week with Anthony Agogo and Jordy Jordan Grace? Um, I don't know. I, I love Jordan Grace's response. I felt like Anthony Anthony Agogo was trying to start pick a fight with her for whatever reason. I don't even know. Like he, they don't even go to the same place. Why why is he starting up with her? Why is she? She's like, hey, don't talk about wrestling. You're an idiot. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. Right, but who even knows who he is? I mean, he, he literally had three matches, got hurt, and nobody's seen him in a year. And now all of a sudden he's, he's tweeting. I mean, is he coming back to, to do what? Is he, is he still fighting with Cody? Or is Cody's a heel now? I mean, is he still part Coach, of the Cody's factory? Cody's was, a wasn't a go-go with QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, and Aaron's? Are they still a thing? Are they still a group? Is is the Gun Club still feuding with the Big Show? I I mean, the, Paul you White, mean the Ass Boys, the the large event. Um, yeah, the 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 new Ass Boys. No, nobody, the nobody new knows. age hemorrhoids. Nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. knows. It, it all starts over. The, after the new year, everybody, you know that the Ass Boys, one of them has like the best record in AEW, the win loss record. Okay, the one thing I know about. <laughs> Jordan Grace. Um, she looks. She looks good with a belt. Uh, uh, well, everyone looks better with a belt. Belts are very fashionable. Um, yeah, actually, I don't know anything about Jordan Grace. I, but she she posted something on Twitter, or something like saying like it was like a public service announcement. It was basically saying like everyone be nice on Twitter because you because you might think that you're trolling, but you know you could be the person that's really hurting their feelings. And I'm like. It's true, but if you're, you know, if you're that sensitive, like we all have a duty to protect ourselves. So, you know, mute someone, block someone, or maybe just don't be on Twitter. It really isn't all that important. And and she liked that, but like 
like I was agreeing with her, but I was sort of also like talking to her because she's very sensitive. Like her thing is like she posts something and then she gets sensitive about the responses. And a lot of times she'll post like, you know, sort of, I don't know, I guess like people call them thirst trap pictures of herself, like posing in like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. lingerie and bathing suits. And then people like comment on her physique and she'll be like, don't body shame me or why are you sexualizing me? And and, I mean, it's like she sets up these traps and people fall for them every time. But it's, it's, this has been like five years now. It's like, it's, it's not even an, it's, it's just a habit. It's like an addiction, but it was as much to her as to the world. I mean, if you're that sensitive on social media or somebody's really hitting you and it hurts, mute them, block them. If 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 the whole if the whole thing of it's too much for you, EJ Induco, um get, <laughs> get, get, get off Twitter. Bobby Cruz. Don't be hanging around in the Ring of Honor Facebook group if you don't like someone criticizing a match. Bobby Cruz. Bobby Cruz versus me this week. I said that Roxy versus Willow was one of the worst professional wrestling matches I've ever seen, period. Not women's match, not title match, not on a pay-per-view card match, period. And it was. It was like amateur hours, terrible. And he's and he's like says to me, Ooh, you're you're so negative and arrogant. I'm not gonna miss you and your swarminess at all. I'm like, I'm like, hey, what the hell are you doing on a on a fan page anyway? Swarming here. Secondly, if you go back and you read all my comments for the last 18 months. And you and you and your company actually did what I said. Maybe you wouldn't be going out of business this week. So maybe arrogance is just a, you know, you can't call someone arrogant anymore when their opinions have proven to be have been validated by events, which makes them fact at this point. Then I said to him with a few spaces, "Good luck on your future endeavors." Yeah, that was a dick move, but so what? I kicked him in the nuts. Big deal. So Bobby Cruz, it's on, motherfucker. Oh, he told me I should be a dirt sheet reporter because that's clearly what I want to do. Obviously, he didn't realize that he's talking to a middle-aged man who's been watching wrestling probably longer than he's been alive. And no, I'm not interested in being a dirt sheet reporter. Though I will field any offers. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it's just you like, really ran the gamut right there with all of that. You're picking a fight with with Bobby Cruz. He picked a fight with me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, wow, like. Taco John's just made family fights over what to eat no longer a thing. No, really. Behold, the new family pack in a pound. Four savory soft-shell beef tacos, two huge beef meat and potato burritos, and a pound of crispy potato Olay's for only 16 bucks. And just like that, everyone's satisfied. And all it took was an easy trip through the drive-thru. The new family pack in a pound. Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where? Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. You've you got a lot of people just coming at EJ and Duke is coming after you. Well, he blocked me, so he's done coming after Lenny Poffo. You know, Spider-Man is uh, big this week because the new Spider-Man movie here. Um, came out. And you, who knew that you had your own Sinister Six? <laughs> <laughs> DJ Duca, Bobby Cruz, uh, what's her name? The the end of 
Mickey James. And NW, and Mickey James and Tootie Lynn. There's like four. That's four. Yeah. There's got to be two more. There's well, Bobby, be two Bobby more. Cruz. But yeah, under my real name, I mean, I've been blocked by several people who like me under my fake name. <laughs> that's because you dupe them to like talk shit about like your real name. You're like, well, it, under your fake name, you're like, that Jeff Lipman. That Jeff Lipman is a dick. Some of them I just stop playing with, like their like their regular wrestling fans. I just you know I just keep it neutral. Others, there's a couple where it's my you know it was my fault. It wasn't them. It was me. Uh, whatever it is, I, I'm pretty successful at uh, under my my secondary account as to you know I keep it small and I keep with i keep the people that i want on there i just feel bad when somebody follows me on that account because i usually don't follow them back because i don't i don't want followers on that account i don't want that timeline to be cluttered i'm really there just to get information from a few sources and interact with like a like literally one handful of people um so if you want to follow me follow me at at eric Grisfell, MD. i'm very happy to interact with people there i mean i, oh, I don't God. feel like i got nearly enough traction this man, this man will definitely love to to interact with you. This guy's got like a regular. I mean, we were talking about this before we started recording that he's got like at least four followers that, whenever he tweets, will always respond to him. Like that, that doesn't seem like a lot. That seems like a little. On, I think on social media, like if you have, but you have regulars. Like they're constantly like. I agree with you, Jeff. Or you know, I saw it this way. Sometimes. They're like always like. There's a few that always like to disagree with me, some, but that's okay. I don't mind. That's you, that's me you. usually. <laughs> well, you're just saying me silly things going... about how Vince is so smart, which is accurate. That was the greatest slap I've ever seen when he slapped Austin Theory. Did you hear? Did you hear this? The wise information that he was dropping this past Monday about the eraser and the power of the pencil. All I heard was. <laughs> oh my God! Shut dude. up! You're... <laughs> you're not paying attention the power of the pencil he's gonna erase people from from existence great you know there's there's computers with backspace buttons too he doesn't use that he uses a pencil he's no, more he uses john laurinitis <laughs> he just erases people off the yellow pad and then you're gone you piss okay. him off he's just gonna erase you off the yellow pad Whatever. I mean, listen. Just at just how you tried to erase poor Bobby Cruz. At least he's trying, but the Vince bump is, is as gone as the punk bump. I We're disagree with you. I think 1.573 The demos are going up on Raw. The demos are going up. Look at the numbers, Jeff. You know how I feel about the demos. The demos are trending up. Vince McMahon and Austin Theory are going to be on the cover of Teen Beat soon. You'll see. Mixed tag, uh, Austin Theory and Vince McMahon against Miz and Maurice. Yes, that's right. Nikon and Naja. No, that's probably they're not. not they're not young enough. <laughs> okay, that's terrific. Um, what else happened in wrestling this week? Anything? The only other wrestling news that I have is apparently <laughs> because Jeff Hardy was in the news for yes, uh, yes, 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 Jeff Hardy, of course, of course. Jeff Hardy was in the news and, and his his brother put him on the air or said a statement for him. And now he's going on tour with his music. Everybody's oh lining up. Right. He, he booked this like Midwest tour that's basically going through a bunch of cities in Illinois, up to Milwaukee, into the Dakotas. 
and, and like, you know, I mean, Rosemont, he's going to Milwaukee. Uh, most of the cities are smaller, like I think Cedar Rapids and whatever, but it's like a very Midwest U-shaped tour. But it's like it's like acoustic music and I guess autographs, which doesn't violate his non-compete, I suppose. And everyone's like saying, see, he's fine. He's going on tour. Right, because musicians are always fine when they go on tour. This is obviously someone booking this 10-city tour where he's going to play acoustic music. That is proof of fineness because that's what a, someone who's been doing professional wrestling would be doing. They'd be doing an acoustic, an unplugged concert. Yeah, you know, if you think of any rock f- movies that were kind of like document, not even documentaries, but like based on the life of, you know, Elton John or mm-hmm. um, Freddie Mercury, there's when no they, drugs involved in that. Right. And also when their career wasn't so good, they, they booked themselves nine city boxing tours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jeff this Hardy. is not Mike Tyson getting a one-man Broadway show. I mean, this is not that. Yeah, no. And I love... <laughs> Jeff, I don't know if you've ever done a drug test before, but how I've long does... Ever. I've how tested, long does I've tested all them drugs. How long does the drug test usually take to come back? Because, like, what? where did he send this drug test? To, uh, to, to Antarctica? What is is the drug test with Veer Mahan? <laughs> when I've experimented with drugs, it's the the, the the test can take very varied amounts of time. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's with Veer Mahan. That's exactly right. <laughs> like he, Matt Hardy's like, I'm pretty sure that he's clean, and we got him a drug test. And you're gonna see when this drug test comes back. Mm-hmm. When when is this drug? The drug test should have already come back. Which <laughs> how long yeah. is this thing taking? Like it's honestly, they they could get it done within hours. I I don't know, man. Listen, I've been on probation a lot of times. <laughs> I don't care one way or another about his sobriety or proving his sobriety or not. I don't care about it. All like like I said last week, the fact remains: Roman Reigns punched this man on a Saturday. He rolled out of the ring, and then was out of WWE. Roman Reigns okay. punched this man so hard, he punched him out of a job. Over under that the guy, even though he's on this tour, still does some of his own driving and gets pulled over and gets charged with DUI or some similar charge during this tour. Over under. We... Percentage Y. Over 50%, under 50%. I'm oh, going with the over. I'm going with over. I think it's probably like 60, 65 yeah, we call us call us skeptics. I mean, and listen, we're not rooting for this, but this is this. I mean, in all the statements that everybody's made, all they're saying is he's fine, he's safe. They're they're not saying what it was. They're not saying what it isn't. It, it's it's just all too cryptic and all too nothing. And and this tour booking this tour is like the signs of a restless manic brain. Like if you wanted the heat off, you would just you just if you were burnt out and want to stay home with your family you just stay home with your family not book a mini concert yeah but maybe he just wants to prove that hey i got my shit together look at me i'm going back on the road maybe okay listen well we're pulling for you jeff uh yeah i'm not a believer make me a believer have you listened to jeff hardy's music no you know that R Truth is also plugging his own um, music, like he's got a, a you know a rap 
legitimate like rap career. So I've and heard, has, and I've heard from rap connoisseurs that it's not terrible. He, I heard an interview with him. He was on Hot ninety seven with Rosenberg, and I, I watched this on YouTube. You can look it up. It's a very interesting uh, interview. It lasts about twenty minutes, but he talks about how he got into wrestling, how one of the Crockets got him into wrestling, found him uh, after he recently got out of jail for like um, dealing drugs. It was a wild story, but like the fact how he gets into wrestling, and then he tells the story about he how he to Jeff Hardy. It was what a segue, and he was telling uh, telling Rosenberg that he was in these um, rap conferences with Tupac and Easy E and uh, all these like guys that were like really big in the nineties, and I was like, holy shit, like. That's crazy that our truth is like at the epicenter of like the crossroads of major like rap in the 90s. And this man, had he not been pinched for whatever he did, he probably would have been riding with these dudes. Um, but then he also finds success in wrestling, right? And so he mm-hmm. finds he he goes to W. I think he said he Crockett got him a tryout at WCW. That worked out for a couple shows. Then he went to the indies and quickly got snatched up by WWE after he sent his tape to WWE. And he met with Vince. And I think Vince took... He tells the story that Vince took a shine to him because when he introduces himself to Vince, he he's like, oh, I'm, two, I'm 275. And he's like, I was like a buck 80 wet. And Vince thought it was so funny that that uh, he was trying to get himself over like that. That Vince, he made Vince laugh, and he's like, "You're 280, right?" And he's like, "Yep." He's like, "Okay." And that was it. And ever since then, like he's he's apparently been like Vince's right hand for quite some time. You know, now that we didn't even get get a chance to talk about this uh, last week. Um, Oh, it's probably because we didn't rec- we recorded after it was announced, I think. But Blackjack Lanza passed away, right? Yeah, it was we we recorded before. We just didn't mention it because we mean, didn't mention it. We were we rushing the show, right? Because we right. we were limited on time. But bl- apparently, like the story about Blackjack Lanza is like he was one of Vince's right hand guys too, because mm-hmm. he would be the muscle at the at most of these arenas to make sure that nobody was stealing the the gate. And and then he becomes, uh, you know, that's when he was a worker. Then he becomes this agent and puts over guys like, um, helps guys like the the Dudley Boys and obviously JBL. And uh, you know, it's um, you know, I hear I heard JBL tell stories about Blackjack Lanza, and I was like, wow, man, like. You get a lot of stories of of the inside of, and you know me, I'm a big mark for any stories that involve the boss man, Vince McMahon. And so I was just captivated. And here's R-Truth telling stories about, he's like, yeah, man, we went to Iraq. We went to like all these different uh, overseas spots and we're bunking together. I was like, you're bunking with Vince McMahon? What? You're, You're so jealous. I'm so jealous. I wish I, I mean, was you're, Archer. You're, you're so jealous while your boner is so hard. <laughs> Such a jerk. I was like, this is crazy, man. That like this guy was d- dealing drugs and now he's like, 
hanging out with Vince McMahon. You hit pause, you threw your pants off, hit play again. Only when I watch Total Bellas. Mm-hmm. All right, well, this is fascinating. I will say that the, this past week that Dana Brooke was one of the highlights of Raw. That's that's all you need to know about Raw. Get out of here. You really like that? Oh, I didn't say I liked it. You said it was a highlight. Yeah, of Raw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you while that, you're I, while you're figuring out how when you're untwisting that pretzel that's that's happening in your head right now. Is this is this your way of saying that you jerked off to Dana Brooke? <laughs> well, not this. <laughs> I, 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 I can. I don't play the fifth. I can just neither confirm nor deny that that's ever happened. Um, <laughs> but amazing. Um, yeah. Um, by the way, I I am almost caught up with MLW now. It's it's Thursday, so they dropped another episode today. So I'm I'm like perpetually. One episode behind, but yeah, I mean, the stuff with Cesar Duran, Dario Cueto, and Katrina, I don't even know what name she's going by there. I think it's Katrina. Um, it's good. It's interesting. But it, I mean, it, it, it really just is Lucha Underground light. The rest of the show is no good. And Katrina, I, I don't know. I mean, she's still. She's not doing it for you anymore. Not the same. It's not the same. I don't know if it's the short hair, you know. I, I don't know, but I mean, that whole thing in Lucha Underground with with Mil Muertes and the stone and the outfit and the lick of death and that 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 was that might have just been a magical magical moment in time. Um, but she's not licking people, or she's still licking people. No, she's not. She's. I mean, basically, her and. Uh, Caesar Duran, they're basically doing like a more extreme version of Adam Pierce and Sonia Deville, except they're always conniving. Like they're clearly heels, but they want to make money for the, the company and, you know, violence. Where Adam Pierce and Sonia Deville, sometimes they're heels, sometimes they're faces, sometimes they can't tell, sometimes they're on the same side, sometimes they're not. It's, you know, it's, it's all over the place. But I, I don't know. MLW, it's. I mean, they, like the thing with Richard Holiday and Alicia too. It, it, you know, it's it's not bad. It's it's just not great. Um, stuff's not great. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Do, yeah. do, do you, did you see in the news that Jeff it's Bagwell? The same. Like MLW, even the Ring of Honor, even AEW. Like they're all sort of doing the same thing, and the WWE does its own thing, but it's it's sort of sterile. I mean, it's like this. MLW used to have its like the, like this outlaw quality to it. That's gone. It's it's just not there anymore. Should we stop watching wrestling? Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> like how how's, is, is like I know I like make fun of Dragon Ball Z like but like maybe we should start with that. Like should I start on something there? <laughs> Starting next week. This is a Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, should I, start, should I start watching like anime? Like I see like a bunch of like things like Blood of Zeus and. You know, I've been watching no. Castlevania, and and uh, I, don't, I don't have time for this. No, well, if no, you I'm, if you stop watching wrestling, you'll have an extra nine hundred hours a week. Oh my god, no! Did you? I want to. I want to shout this out. This is the last piece of news that I have. Apparently, um, because of Jeff Bagwell was not Jeff Bagwell. Jeff Hardy was in the news <laughs> about his 
about his his sobriety and all this shit. And also, I guess Bagwell was a baseball player. I know you. I'm 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 going to talk about Buff Bagwell. That's why I got those those two confused. It was Jeff Hardy and Buff Bagwell. Different killer bees. (laughs) Right. Um. Buff Bagwell recently reported to I guess I don't know anybody that had a microphone in front of him (laughs) that he. He reached out to the WWE for rehab, and they turned him down. <laughs> okay. Do you believe that shit? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't know why I think that's so funny. It's just Jeff Bagwell is like that batshit Buff crazy. Bagwell, not Jeff Bagwell. That's <laughs> My sincerest apologies to future Hall of Famer or Hall of Fame. I don't even know if he's in the Hall of Fame yet, but Jeff Bagwell. Poor Jeff Bagwell is like sitting at home going, what the fuck are they talking about me for? No, I mean Buff Bagwell steroids, Jeff Bagwell steroids. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. Anything else, Jeff? Yeah, just just ratings. I mean, we talked about Raw and Dynamite. Rampage did 503, up 4,000, still pretty middling. SmackDown, 2.142, up about 140 grand. NXT, 569, down 29,000. I actually didn't think NXT, I mean, I think NXT is collating into like a show. I'm not saying everything is great, but but it is a wrestling show, and and, and it's it's not bad at all. It's pretty good. Um, Dark last I saw, week. I saw multiple people post that <laughs> NXT is the most, co- like what you just said, like, it's starting to to resemble a cohesive wrestling show, and probably the best one that's out there. And I was like, "Is does Jeff have different uh, uh, accounts that he's just posting the same shit no, on?" Jeff is a fair, fair man, and is usually right about the bigger issues with wrestling. So, and but the audience doesn't agree because down twenty nine thousand. Um, I get why. I mean, there's some people on there that, that aren't all that interesting. Um, dark. I, can I make a prediction? Sure. I think Rampage this Friday will have its lowest ratings ever. Um, I think as you get into the Christmas season and given that it's been pretty middling to begin with, I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I'm going to bet that all of the Rampage viewers go out and watch Spider-Man and there's going to be like... 375,000 people watching <laughs> wow. Rampage. That is that is quite a drop. I'm not, I'm not ready to go there. But the the, the Spider-Man opening up, is a, that's a pretty good call on that one. So all that's going to be left is the 50-year-olds like me. If they can stay awake. Yeah, it, it is rough. Or um, maybe they fall asleep while watching it, and that generates a rating. But really, they wake up when the test pattern is on. It's tough to find your way to TBS. I mean, normally I'm falling asleep, you know. <laughs> Not even on TBS. Yeah, it's on TBS. It's on TNT. It's on TNT. Are you sure? No. <laughs> there am I. Um, I think it's on TBS. I think Rampage is, is on TBS. Uh, um, <laughs> Someone's going to email us and be like, you idiots. It's on TNT. It's on DVR, whatever. Um, dark... Last three weeks, 262, 331, 458. Elevation, 227, 
297, 345, and MLW, 78, 75, 107, and the 107 was their Thanksgiving special show. Um, so everything pretty to, once again, use MJF's line, mid, everything pretty Three, mid. 375 is going to be my guess for Rampage this week. Wow. Uh, no, I'm not going to, I'm not right. I, I, wow, you have me on the Spider-Man thing. I'm going to go with four, <laughs> I'm going to go with 477. Mm, all right. You're not, that's not a bold prediction. I mean, they've been what between 480, 480 and 495. I'm not about bold predictions, my friend. I'm about predictions that are going to be close to right, but still wrong. <laughs> but my trend but my trend is always right your trend I'm, is right your trend yeah my right. trend is my trend is right my week to week is usually wrong i'm gonna do a cartwheel if i'm gonna do I a cartman rampage does the 375 you absolutely need to record that and put that on everywhere oh my god absolutely everyone needs god. to see them <laughs> Guys, this has been the Hammerlock Hangover you've been listening uh, to, and thank you for listening uh, up until now. Much appreciated. If you enjoy wrestling and and listening to two fuddy-duddies talk about wrestling, you're going to enjoy this show, and I hope we brought you a lot of laughs. You can find me on Twitter, at Big Daddy Cool, and you can find Jeff, at Icarus Fell, uh, MD, on Twitter. Uh, you can also find the both of us at Hammerlock HO. The HO is for Hangover. If you didn't catch that already, we couldn't fit that all under the uh, character limit of Twitter. But now that the uh, head guy at Twitter is gone, maybe they'll allow more letters and more tweets and more characters. Wow! Characters you could also welcome. characters are welcome, just like on USA. You mm-hmm. can email us as well. Uh, you, the email address is at uh, no, it's hammerlockhangover at gmail.com. That's hammerlockhangover at gmail.com. Or you can reach us on our Facebook group. Or we have a Facebook a Facebook page, not Facebook, but Facebook, um, that Jeff Bagwell is constantly on. Constantly. I meant to, Actually, I meant there's, there's more of you out there. Did, did you notice we had a lot of engagements in the last seven days or 30 days? Like, it was a really high number. Yeah, a lot of people are tuning in, checking out our stuff. So thank you very much. And uh, make sure that you hit that subscribe button, the follow button, whatever button it is that will bring you Hammerlock Hangover in your audio platform of your choice, whether that be Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Through the um, PWC, through Atmark Media. Wherever you listen to Hammerlock Hangover, um, Wrestling Soup when it's working. Um, right. Anywhere, anywhere you listen to us, please make sure you hit and subscribe so that way we get that follow. And tell your friends about um, Hammerlock Hangover. I know we've had a lot of new listeners uh, in the past few weeks, so thank you very much for tuning in and checking us out on a consistent basis. Next week, um, we will be coming to you from the middle of the holiday week, what will start, I guess, Christmas week, and then the New Year week. I guess we can start talking about best of the year um awards predictions predictions that we made we'll check in on our predictions from the past yeah i think we should do best ofs and we should check on our predictions we did this half year to check on how we were doing and then i think the week the next week we should do our predictions 
because otherwise it's going to be a five-hour show. That's right. But who cares about a five-hour show? Well, exactly. <laughs> we um, want people to listen. So uh, uh, also my bladder. Is that how that works? Yeah. And my, now also my, your bladder. I mean, listen, uh, you can go on for another 17 minutes about our truth and, you know. And his relationship with Vince McMahon? I would yeah. love to. Or I could go on for another 20 minutes about Ring of Honor, about a show that nobody saw. I mean, by the way, they they didn't, they might have sold fifteen hundred tickets. Did you decide to buy any shirts while you were there? Uh, no, I already I already bought Ring of Honor merch last show. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to convince them that anything they're, they're in is right. It's enough that I bought tickets to the show. Were you like, I'm not supporting this shit anymore? I'm not. Yeah, pretty much. Shit. Pretty much. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. Admit what's happening. If you come back, I'm going to see what you try to come back as. And once I figure that out, then I'll decide. That doesn't mean I'm not going to support the people, but I have merch for the people that I like. It's not like I need six Shane Taylor promotion shirts. I have one. I mean, there's only one of me. I only wear so many shirts. I barely wear shirts anyway. I'm too sexy for clothes. Um, That's right. He's oh, he's doing the show uh, without a shirt and in a tent right now. Yeah, of course. Duh. I mean, surrounded by carefully placed bears. That's right. There, I knew they would come back carefully. They, they never, bears. they've never left. Nope, nope. They're always there. Always will be. All right, guys. That's pretty much it for our uh, this episode. Please, uh, yeah, tune into the next one. And hell, if you've got extra time on your hands, tune into the previous ones. Tune into an old one. Listen to to old Hammerlocks and. Uh, Check out the final favorite. battle review on at Mark Media and Humbee Media Group with me and Jargo. If you want to hear about the whole show, if you're if you are interested in Ring of Honor or at least this show and our thoughts on it, um, almost contemporaneous. Uh, also, check out Garden of Doom, my non wrestling show, and also Garden Views, which is sort of a cousin show to Garden of Doom, but it's more mainstream interviews. Where Garden of Doom, we we go a little bit more in the alternative. But this week on, on Garden Views, we had two belly dancers. Uh, one is on the UNESCO Council. Yep, the United Nations bitches. Um, and Garden of Doom this week was uh, Egyptian mythology. So who doesn't like Horus, Isis, and Ra? Who doesn't like Horus? Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. That's been, uh, that's been the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Tune into the next one. We'll see you. Have a great week. Uh, Jeff, hit your tagline. Stable, my friends. And if you liked what you saw, tell your friends, tell your family, tweet about it. And if you didn't like it, shut the fuck up. (laughs) 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 To suddenly run out of warm water, that's everyone's worst nightmare. Luckily, at Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, we're always available when you need us. For all your water heater issues, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing are the specialists you call when things go wrong. We offer electric, gas, power vent, and tankless heaters installation and repair. Call 319-365-6792. Benjamin Franklin Plumbing. If there's any delay, it's you we pay. Heat pack or ice pack? Ice pack. Bath or shower? Bath. Treat or prevent? Both. Nurtec ODT Remedipant 75 milligrams is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines in adults. The choice is yours. Don't take if you're allergic to Nurtec ODT. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion.
For important safety, prescribing, and patient information, visit nurtec.com. Talk to your doctor about NERTEC ODT.